Hello and welcome to another episode of the Run, Try, Chat podcast, where your favorite podcasters get together for a virtual chat about issues in running, triathlon, and the endurance sport lifestyle. So sit back and enjoy. It takes a lot to get to the top and a little just to fall off quick. And I think I've seen you here before. Sometimes you fly so high, so fast it makes you sick. You won the battle and lost the war. But I don't mind if you say every time you talk to me, every time we talk, we came, we saw. I'm sitting here at home on a Wednesday night at about 6.30 p.m. And on the line, we have Maine Try Guy, Jake from Run Like Health, and Jason from Mainly Triathlon. So I'm super, super, super excited to have these both these guys on the line and get to chat with them about triathlon. So how are you doing, Jake? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing tonight? Jason? I am doing fabulous, Jake. I was waiting for Jake to do his thing, you know. Yeah. It's, it's, what, it's, thing? It's, what thing? What thing? <laughs> Wait, you want me to say what is up or something? Yes. Well, oh, what is up, Jason? Uh, <laughs> uh, thank you, Jake. From only a few miles away, I'm here. Yeah, and I'm like three hours away and many, many, many miles. Three hours? You're like uh, 42 well, hours three- away or something. Three hours uh, oh, time wise. zone. Three time zones away, I guess is what. Three I'm time thinking. zones, yeah. It's only six thirty here. It's late for you guys, but you and got then, your little babies in bed. Yeah, everybody's in bed, as far as I know. Um, yeah. oh. I, I'm about an hour and a half away from everybody right now. So. Oh, that's right, because you're at work, aren't you? I am. And I'm actually off work now. Oh, okay. All right, that's awesome. So, um, why don't you start, Jake? Why don't you talk, tell us a little bit about what you're doing these days? How's training going? Just give us a little update. Um, I'm doing really, really good. Um, I'm training for, actively training for right now, the Sugarloaf Marathon, which is May 15th. Um, that's going great. Um, it's going to be kind of uh, uncharted territory for me because it's the first marathon I've actually like trained to do something other than just finish. So um, I don't really know what to expect. Um, I'm just kind of going out there and working hard and still getting my swims and bikes in and um, feeling good. How, how do you do that with the marathon training and, and do all the bike and swim as well? Yes, well, the biking, you, <laughs> the biking has unfortunately had to take a little bit of a back burner um, because it's, it is winter time, you know, and – I did buy a set of rollers. I think you guys might have heard about that mm-hmm. um, and have managed to not kill myself yet. So um, I, I think that's really the only thing that's suffering right now. Um, I'm getting quality swims in, and obviously the run quality is really high right now. Um, so that's kind of been my focus. And then I think what's going to happen is right after the marathon – 
I'm going to kind of back off on the running and like really get into a cycling uh, focus to uh, get ready for the season. All right. Sounds good. So you had decided, I remember at the end of last year, you were going not going to do a half iron this year because you kind of didn't think maybe you were ready, but you're starting to rethink that, right? Yes, yeah, so I've, ch- I've completely changed my mind. Shocking, I know. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, you know, I think that decision was driven by a lot of fear for some reason. Um, and I'm not sure why. I, I really didn't, haven't really analyzed it or tried to figure it out yet. But I don't know. I just, I, I was really thinking about it recently and I'm like, you know, if I don't do this race, I'm going to be really disappointed with myself because it's something that deep down is what I really want to do. Um, I think I enjoy the longer distances more than the shorter distances. And um, it's quite a ways away. It's, you know, in September. So I've got all kinds of time to get ready for it. And I, I think I'm just going to go for it and throw caution to the wind. <laughs> well, you know, when you first said you weren't going to do it, I was like, ah, oh. like most people I think should not really jump from a sprint to a half iron, but I don't know. I just think you are so ready. Don't you think Jason? Uh, there's no doubt. No doubt he could finish it. Yeah, for sure. And then, I mean, you've got, like you say, you've got the time between now and September. I think you could, I think you could probably, if you put your mind to it, I think you could probably do pretty well. Yeah, I, I I really appreciate that confidence. I mean, everybody is confident in myself, like, except for me to a certain extent, for some reason. Um, well, what's but, the you know, big what, what's the big thing though? Is it like a certain time that you feel you need to get, or I don't think that's it. I think what it was was I was looking at my schedule and what I was going to have available to me for training time. Um, and then it seemed like the half iron was like right on the edge of what I had available. And it seemed like it was maybe going to stress me out a little bit to try to fit it all in. But, you know, this is, this is my life. I mean, this is what I enjoy doing. Um, and endurance sports and triathlon is a huge part of my life. And, if I'm that passionate about it, which I am, I'll I'll figure it out. I'll I'll figure out a way to do it. And the and the difference between marathon training and half Ironman training is not that great. I think you're right. You mean the time yeah. commitment, right? Right. Yeah. I think you're right. I mean, I think I think I'll be in a really good position to just kind of slide right into that that uh, training schedule. I mean, I think the the race is 18 weeks after the marathon. And the training schedule I found is actually a 20-week schedule. So, you know, I, I'm not going to have to worry too much about that that um, base building period because I'll, I'll be pretty fit coming out of that marathon, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can probably just jump right into... Um, you know, that schedule and just be totally fine. Yeah, and like you said, you can just bump up the the run or bump up the bike and the swim 
back yeah. off, way off on the run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my run fitness will be great at that yeah. point. You know, and all you'll have to do is maintain it at that point through the summer. Just maintain your right. run fitness, and then start doing lots of bricks and lots of riding. Right. You know, if I can sneak in um, some quality run efforts, mm-hmm. you know, in, into my training and keep that, um, you know, keep that tempo and intensity work going. Um, I think that's probably all I'll need to do. And, um, you know, I, I do have that century ride I want to do in October also, which is like a month after the, uh, the half iron. So, you know, I'm going to need to do a cycling focus anyway this summer, what's you know, your, to get ready. What's your longest ride you've ever done? 50 miles. 50 miles. Okay. So yeah. you're totally able to do a century then. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm thinking metric century. Sorry. <laughs> that's oh, yeah. T50 no. to well, 60. Right now you're doubling. Okay, but that's okay. Well, what are they – What? so I guess a century in Canada is just in Ks. It's like we, whatever well, it is, we, a 140K ride or – Well, no, we call it we call it a, a century or a metric century. Okay, so a lot of times a century ride is uh, 100 kilometers, right? But we also are aware there's a metric century and a regular century. So I mean, a hundred k ride up here is an important ride, just as well as as a hundred and sixty k. Right. So, yeah, hundred and sixty two point something. <laughs> I don't have my calculator out. Sorry. Yeah, I just know that when I when I did my my only I've only done one full century ride, and I I remember coming getting home and being short a mile or something, and riding around the block a couple times because I could not uh, get off my bike till my Garmin. Said you're I one did. of the, you're one of those people. I am very much one of those people. I do that I have to. so often. I get home and then I ride around the block x number of times till I can roll that Garmin to say what number I want it to say. <laughs> the real challenge is when I sometimes have to also keep my pace up as well. You know, because if I go too slow, then my overall average speed drops, and that pisses me off too. So, I do have to, I have to put a lot of thought into that ending. That's awesome, Jake. Jake, what century do you think you'll do? I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna do Dempsey. Oh yeah, the, the Dempsey. The, I'm gonna do the hundred mile ride at the Dempsey Challenge. How does that relate time wise to your half? That's in August. To you mean as far as how how much of a yeah how far out between? yeah how far out uh, is the century. One, it's one month. Oh yeah, okay, that's perfect. Yeah, I think it's perfect. Yeah, actually, yeah. Um, you know, as soon as that half iron's over, I'll just, you know, just start biking my rear end off. <laughs> yeah. And, and you're gonna uh, put a couple sprints in there, or a sprint? Yeah, I think I, I the first one I'm looking at is actually June 12th. It's that pirate try mm-hmm. over in Sebago Lake. Um, and that one is I think 600 yard swim. It's pretty classic sprint distance uh 10 mile bike and um three mile run um Are you gonna do an olympic be- before then i don't think so um and that that's kind of the weird thing it's like i was looking at you know the distances and you know the distance to a, between a half iron swim and an olympic swim isn't that much it's yeah. not that much of a difference yeah. you know i think one is what Point nine three of a mile, and the other the half irons one point two. Well, it's fifteen hundred meters and two thousand meters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, exactly that. 
But, you and your uh, metrics. Well, gee, I don't know why. <laughs> but you guys are—you guys killed me because you have five k runs and ten k runs down there. Like, what's that about? Why do you have? And you'll even have five k splits and ten k splits on, on half marathon distances, which really makes me confused. So, we only use the metric system when it's convenient for us. <laughs> yes, exactly. Or when you're that's forced actually, to. That's actually interesting because I have to find out. If my marathon has K splits or mile splits, because are you doing it, a Canadian one? Yeah, I am. So I got to find out what's going to be posted yeah. because oh yeah, used to what is there. They, they often I, uh, the ones I've seen in Canada they often have both. Uh, we had mm. on the ha- on the half marathon I did in Victoria. I think it had it had kilometer and mile markers on the on the road, and it had. Um, that's a lot of markers. Yeah, well, not all of them, but it had like, I don't know, I can't remember. It had some. Maybe it was just 10 miles or I don't know. I can't remember what it had. But anyways, it had some of them on there. And it also gave us some splits for both. Yeah, that's uh, Boston did the same thing. They had kilometers and mile markers. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, you got a lot of people yeah. from around the world doing that race, eh? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so, and, and Canadians, I'm sure they know that there's Americans up there and some catering to it. But should we? Yeah, should we, we got off should, task here. We were. I, we had, there was something we were talking about, and I wanted to get back. I'm sorry. I'm being a teacher, but I wanted to ask you a question about something you said that was all about the timing. Oh, you were comparing Olympic to half iron, and it's like the swim is so close, like you were saying, right? Mm, yeah. And and the bike and the run are different, obviously quite a bit different. But I've yeah. never done an Olympic distance either. All I did. No, was oh, you have. I did four sprints oh. and I did a half iron. That's it. So, I don't know. Okay, so this brings us to kind of our topic of conversation tonight yeah. a little bit, right? Yeah. So, just before we get started on that, let's just check out where Jason's at right now. What oh, yeah. yeah. Like uh, don't forget about me. Uh, um, no, everything's going great. My, I too am doing, trying to mix the marathon on, training <laughs> with the marathon training with the, uh, with the, uh, Olympic distance and half Ironman training. So I'm getting all that. My swim is what's backed off right now. My swim is maybe I'm swimming once or twice a week if I'm lucky, but it's all <laughs> biking and running right now. Cause swim, if I have 12 weeks. I can get my swim to where I want it to be. Yeah. So uh, like you said, it, it's such a small difference between an Olympic swim and a half iron swim. And mm-hmm. it's, it's not a problem, but no, everything's going I'm I'm super happy with my training. I'm running. You know, I went through that whole Achilles yeah. thing, and I wasn't sure what was going. And I, you know, I ran 31 miles last week. I'm hoping to run oh, 35 okay. this week. So miles, miles. Wow, that's awesome. So, that's like a um, long. Yeah, well, that's, that's like ultra running. No, <laughs> no. What is that? That's like I don't know. Three on Monday. Oh, oh. I thought you meant like one three on. <laughs> no, 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 no. Three. The longest longest one I've done. Uh, no, the longest I've done so far is 12. Okay. I'm not so impressed anymore. Oh, come on. No, I ran 100 miles today. <laughs> I ran here. This is I'm 18 miles away from home. I ran here. I'm home. <laughs> I thought, where, I, you know, I see your daily mile. I don't remember that 31-mile run. <laughs> no. you, you are such a, a – well, both you guys are such dedicated, such hard-working guys. I mean, I see all those – workouts every day there's something you're doing you guys just 
I don't know. I, I'm very inspired by both of you um, watching all the training you do. And uh, inspired. Yeah. Well, I, I'm serious. Like it's just you. And Jake, you are so uh, actually. You, Jason, as well, are so bloody positive all the time. Everything's awesome. No, I'm like the wine queen of the world or something here. <laughs> I, I, you know? I haven't heard you whine in two or three shows. <laughs> That's true. Me? That's true. I, I've. What can I say? I haven't had any pain lately, so it's good. Other than uh, other than your teeth. Yeah. Well. Or lack of That's thereof. All, lack thereof, right. Actually, Tuesday, Tuesday, right before my long run, I was very negative. You were? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I was – and the reason why is because the day before, it had been like 40 degrees out. Mm-hmm. And then today, it was like in the 30s at least. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like 35 or so. Yeah. And the day I have to do my long run, it's like – 10 with like a wind chill of like oh. 20 below. Oh, that's not funny. And I'm just like, oh man. And it's like my schedule setup is kind of weird right now. And it's like I have to do my long run on Tuesday or I can't get at least three swims in for the week mm-hmm. um, because of the way my recovery run sets up in the week. And it's hard to get over to the pool on the weekends and stuff. Yeah, so just don't tell me. Um, <laughs> I know. So it's like I have to do that long run on Tuesdays. Pretty much no matter what, and yeah. if I don't, that I don't, I don't get my swims in. That doesn't make me happy. So, yeah. yeah see, I'm totally on board the Jake, uh, Megan, Gordon long middle of the week run. Like I did eight today, and I think that's. I think having that long run in the middle of the week is really, really important. Yeah. Yeah. I I have so much free time on weekends, so I always do all my long stuff on the weekends. Um, and then last week I did my long run on Wednesday night because I was getting my teeth done on Thursday morning and I knew I was going to miss the run on the weekend. So I just found it really hard to go out at seven thirty, eight o'clock at night and run for an hour and 45 minutes after working all day. I don't know. That That is hard. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, used to- I mean, I've, I've actually, I've got the luxury really, you know, the kids go to school in the morning and then I pretty much have the rest of the morning to leisurely you know, do whatever it is I need to do before I go to work. Yeah. Um, so it, it really, it, that kind of schedule kind of lends itself well to what I'm doing right now. Yeah. Yeah. In my in my book, you pay for it by working at night, Jake. This, yeah, that's I true. Could, I, couldn't do night, <laughs> I couldn't do the night shift. Yeah, that's true too. I don't know. I, I guess I've, I'm the luckiest because I can I can leave the school at like quarter to three if I need to and then take a work home and do it later. So yeah. I do try very hard as much as I can to, if I'm going to run to run right after school and then you know if if I got work to do for school I'll just go back and do it later. How do you look at that, Bob? Do you look at it like I'm just going to try to stay steady and then when school's out I'm going to start cranking it out or for my race for your workouts? Well, I yeah, it's interesting because I have two full months off, July and August. I don't have any time in June off because I go right to the end of the year June, but uh, my race is my half iron is June fifth, so oh. my heaviest Ooh, training that's... is April May, and it's it's tough. It's tough because it's also a busy time of school year. But the weather's good. It's summer here. Come end of April, oh, you have yeah. such great weather there. Yeah, and seriously, and so I'm very very motivated. <laughs> you know, I really am motivated to get out and do stuff. So, but it's I do find it tiring, and I get. I do get really tired, and I I just cut back on everything else in my life. I don't care about anything else, 
I, I got to a point after teaching for 17 years that, you know, my my classroom can run like clockwork, and I know how to how to keep things organized and not spend hours and hours and hours like I did when I was first beginning teaching. So, but you'd think I'd get a lot more time in the summer to train because I have the time, but I end up going away so often mm. that it really messes up my training. You know, because you go away right. for a week and you can just like maybe I can run or something or whatever but it's not normal training so yeah yeah definitely so are you happy with your training so far me yeah um i i got off to a good start and then this last week was just a total wash with uh, my teeth thing getting my wisdom teeth out so i'm just like now i'm gonna get back i have to get back into it again and that's i just find that such a pain um just to be to try because I, I, if I get really motivated, then I'm just I can go 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 go, and I just build on that feeling, right? And the endorphins just constantly flow in, and I feel great, and I just want to do more and more. And then you I take three or four days off, and then it's like starting all over again. It feels like so that's kind of where I'm at. But I went for a run today, and that's the first uh, run I've been on or done anything for a week. And uh, nope. can we can, can we be honest and talk about what really matters here and and that is, how do you look while you're running? <laughs> I look horrible. No, no, no. I mean, in a, in a grass skirt, she looks pretty good. I know. Did, did the outfit match? I mean, how long did it take oh you to get out the door God. today? Eric is so full of crap. <laughs> Jake is referring, if anybody's listening, to my husband who made this really stupid joke that, that I had to have everything matching. And it's like. I don't know what the hell he was talking about. Really? What I do sometimes take a long time figuring out what I want to wear because I can't decide for the weather. I can't decide whether I should wear it. Do I need a jacket? I'll ask him three times. What are you wearing? You know, do I need to wear a jacket? Are you going to wear a jacket? My wife does that to me all the time, and we're both standing inside. Is it cold out? I don't know if it's cold. I'm inside next to you. Well, I know when we're biking, I always need more than he does, and when we're running, I always want less, so... I always like to see what he's wearing. But anyways, that was what he was wearing like to. It's February. It's Maine. I'm going to go with yeah. cold. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's right. Come winter, that's it. I, I ran it. It was, uh, it was super warm today. It got up to like 45, 46 degrees today here. That's I'm really so warm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was nice. So jealous. I took off one layer from my run, but I still wore tights. It's supposed to be in like the 40s here tomorrow, and I'm running in shorts. I've already decided. Yeah, I thought about it and then decided against because it was it was getting dark, starting to the sun was going down, and it was going to get chillier as I was running, so I didn't want to take a chance. Anyway, so you do you do the night run a lot, huh? Well, I do after school, right? Yeah, but sometimes you know, I'm just depends on how things go. Today I had an ART appointment, active release technique uh, appointment, oh, yeah. right after school, yeah. and then. And then I had to pick up Jesse from school, from volleyball practice at 5.15. So I thought, well, I parked the car at, at the school where he was at you know 45 minutes before his practice and uh, finished. And I just went and ran. And I got back in time to pick him up. Well, actually, I got back. He, he finished half an hour early and he sat there and waited for me. He didn't know where I was. The car's there. Mom's not here. Where the Come on, Mom. <laughs> He's calling me on my cell phone, which I'm carrying, <laughs> but I have my headphones blasted music. I can't hear my cell phone ring. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so, yeah, anyways. 
So So that's that's not too far away, your half iron then. Yeah, yeah no, really. Scare me. It's I, I gotta get my button gear. But I I'm in I'm in base two. I am totally yes. loving this new Joe Friel book I got, Your Best Triathlon. It has a whole uh training program. It's got all the schedule for every section, everything. It is just awesome. It's like it was only sixteen cool. bucks. Uh, I feel like I'm flogging his stuff for him all the time, but uh, I'm following the plan in there, most of it. And um, so, yeah, I'm stepping it up. And I was able to actually, because of last week, I just pushed my entire schedule back one week because it actually worked better that way anyways. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. And my, I'm doing a half marathon at the end of March, March 27th. Oh, yeah. Just matches right up when I'm supposed to do like a two to two and a half hour run that weekend, anyways. So it's just going to be perfect. And, oh, that's perfect. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I'm not going to, like, I'm not going to race that that race. I'm just going to do it like a long run, but I, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to try to keep a nice steady pace. And my real goal is, is just to not hurt afterwards. Because when I did the Victoria Half Marathon in October, um, I was just like, I could hardly walk after, right? It was like yeah. people who do full marathons. And that was just because of my stupid IT band had been so sore. And I was right. so stiff for a week. So I think uh, my goal is just to do this and, and feel good after. Just be yeah, right. walk away the next day, right? And I am I ran 15K last Wednesday and I felt absolutely fine. So I, I think, oh, um, good. yeah, I'll, I'll slowly just keep building it up. And I'll be, I think it'll be a good, just a fun Fun local one. Isn't it awesome um, when you can say, I'm doing a half marathon as part of my training and I'm just going to have fun? Yeah. Where the Isn't hell? that cool? Was that me saying that? How crazy. <laughs> How crazy. This is a girl who could not run 5K without dying. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah, it is. But I have to say, Barb, I didn't hear any swimming in any of that. <laughs> I was just going to ask you. I was just about to ask, how's, how's the swim going? <laughs> well... <laughs> You know, when Jason said he's stepped back, you know, only swimming once or twice a week. <laughs> well, we've got the Kelowna Girl version of stepping back. Yeah. So, uh, no, I haven't been in the pool. I am planning to go. <laughs> <laughs> but I, actually, I don't really am. But then because of my wisdom teeth and they're so easily infected right now, um, I didn't want to go this week. It was just another. It was a, actually a legitimate excuse this week. Um, so I, I guess once, probably next week when they've, they've healed up, I am definitely going to go to the pool next week and just see where I'm at. I, I just need to figure out where I'm at right now. Yeah. But I don't really care. I, I, as long as I can swim, um, 2k in 45 minutes, I'm happy. Well, I like the point that Jason always makes where, you know, you can kill yourself in the pool to shave, two minutes off of your, you know, swim time or, or you can take that energy and put it into cycling and, you know, take 10 minutes off your time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, uh, That's totally my philosophy. Yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense. I I gave it a big try last year. Like I doubled my swim and I did, you know, I was being coached and I was doing all the right workouts and I was working hard and I, I cut a minute off my sprint swim time. Well, that's yeah. that's significant, really, for a sprint, but still. For a sprint, yeah. You know, it's it's not, I don't know. Unless I get but some still. one-on-one coaching that with someone standing there and showing me how to do something different, nothing's going to change, I don't think. You could practice transition and take a minute off your time. <laughs> did you, you know what track, I mean? Did you see my half-iron transition times? 
No. Oh. <laughs> well, did you have a did you have three or four outfits to choose from in transition? <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, there was you know, you guys are getting it up. That's not fair. <laughs> Um, but you know, I, I did have decisions. Because <laughs> yeah. The weather was, <laughs> yeah. it was kind of chillier than I always throw a, a jersey in there just in case. And I got out and I thought, oh, damn, I'm cold. Am I cold because I'm out water? Or Barb's do I need to run down transition like it's a runway. <laughs> it's looking. Uh, if you saw me in real life, you'd so know this is not true. <laughs> I'm not that kind of girl. Oh, I'm just busting on you. Yes, but the, you the, are. But the, the swim is the swim is an awful struggle, though. I mean, it's a struggle for me right now because I, I, I've worked really, really hard over the last year on the swim, and I'm just mm-hmm. stuck on this certain pace. And yeah, I, I just I read, I read a couple of Iron Brandon's things, and I actually just emailed him too, and he talks about how a lot of it's actually mental. Like if you don't think you can do it, you won't do it, and mm-hmm. you know, and I, I agree to that to some extent, but. It's tough because I want to improve on this one because in my local races, in my age group, I can be pretty competitive. But if I come out two or three minutes behind on the swim, that's that's tough to make it up when the guys are just as good at biking and, or, run, or better and running yeah. than I am. Right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the swim is – I hate to – I don't hate to swim. <laughs> yeah, I hate to swim. I – well, I said like I said to somebody the other day, if if my Achilles hadn't healed and I had a, he had a year of biking, which would have been fine, I probably wouldn't have swam. The only thing that makes me swim is triathlon. Yeah, well, yeah. for sure. See, and I'm probably middle of the packed pack swimming in my in the races that I've been in in my age group. I always pretty well. I always win the bike in my age group. But um, I always have just totally bombed the run. Like I'm just down at the bottom. So, but I think the run. I think the run is where you can make the most hay. You know, honestly, now that's where I'm. It's going to be the place where I'm going to be able to. I got to get my bike and back in shape, and then I got to. This year, I'm hoping my run will pick up a bit. I mean, do you remember watching Kona this year? And was it Lieto had like this monster lead off the bike? Mm-hmm. And, you know, 10 miles into the run, he was getting passed, you know. Yeah. And be- I really think that, you know, the run is really, you know, key where you can make up a lot of ground. Mm-hmm. And yes. as you as you get longer, right, I mean, that's the thing as we talk about right. distances. I mean, on a, on a sprint, it, it's hard. Yeah. To- you you got to have everything on a sprint. And I think that's mm-hmm. one thing that's great about the longer distances is it does give you more time for mistakes. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, with a sprint distance, if you make a big mistake, if you have a flat or something, as far as you know, placing, you're done. Yeah. There is no room for error in a yeah. sprint race. You can't stop to pee in a sprint race. <laughs> and that's no. why when people when people say to you, oh, you're only doing a sprint, it's like, well – that depends on how you're doing the sprint. You know, if if you're going into that sprint race and you are legitimately challenging for a spot on a podium, mm-hmm. that race, training for that race is, I think, in many ways harder than training for a longer distance race. Because like you said, there is no room for error. Yeah. In that case, every second counts. And, and just because it's a short race... Um, you know, it doesn't mean that it's 
It's an easy race, and that's no. what, what the perception no. is. Oh, just the little one. You're just doing the short one. Oh, yeah. No, okay. no, no. That's pat on that's, the head. That's that's balls to the walls all for for an hour. Yeah, I know, and I I have a, a good friend of mine who I went to high school with who does um, um, Ironmans, and he's I think he's done three. Um, he just missed qualifying for Kona at Coeur d'Alene. Wow. And he's a 10-hour guy, you know, and he did his first sprint triathlon ever last year. You know, it, it almost is a completely different sport when you talk about training to do a sprint and training to do, you know, a full Ironman. Mm-hmm. Well, totally different training because you're you're looking at doing speed work all the time for all of those disciplines and and if you're doing uh, a half iron you're training for endurance it's mm-hmm. completely different i mean you're going to do some speed stuff but you you're you're in a totally different heart rate zone you're totally different kind of training yeah i was uh, do you guys listen to the try talk podcast at all oh certainly yes um did you hear the did you hear the interview that he did with uh with maka Mm. I I listened to part of it, but I've listened to so many interviews with him. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was. I toned. I out found it. I found it totally interesting when he was talking about because they were talking about um, you know, his days when he was in ITU and he was just completely shredding everybody. Uh, you know, no he question. went on a three-year run where he was undefeated. You know, mm-hmm. and, and then came to the states and did the same thing. Right, and then he decided in I think it was two thousand two to go to Kona, and when he got there, he saw all the people that he had completely shredded in ITU, and he's like, "Well, th- these are the same people I've, I've beaten, you know, so this is going to be easy." And he proceeded to get his rear end handed to him, you know, and he himself said, "It is it, it is almost like it's a completely different sport when you step up to that distance." Because the training and the techniques involved are completely different. Mm-hmm. And the, the time commitment for training is is huge too. Um, mm. Because with the sprint distance, I mean, you can you can train for a sprint distance of five, six, seven hours a week, mm. you know, and stay and, and be tremendously fit. Yeah, and and yeah. and do that too for sure. Yeah, but with. Uh, Going up to half iron, it's it's a lot more time. You've got those. You've got to do the long runs. You've got to do the long bikes. See, for me, half iron and Olympic are pretty similar. Like I, like last year, I know I could have done a half Ironman, you know, because of course I was doing century bike rides and everything like that at the same time. So, but yep. to me, it's it's that it, it, an Ironman still seems so wacky. You know, the full uh, iron. You mean the full iron, man? Oh, it just, yeah. it, it, I, I, I can imagine it happening, but it's still not something I, I can wrap my head around. Yeah. Well, anytime I get yeah, off totally. a really long bike ride, I just think to myself, "Gee, could I go run a marathon right now?" Yeah, exactly. Um, no. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. But, or, or, or could I do that swim? Am I going to swim two point four miles? Yeah. Yeah. Without getting leg cramps, holy crap! It's it, isn't it? It is hard to get your head around that, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you each, know, and that's each component is hard to think about. Yeah, I know. That's right. <laughs> and, I mean, I know I could. You could do it, right? 
I know it, you can do it because people just, you know, they they say, oh, I'm going to do an Ironman this year and six months later they're doing it. But I don't want to, I don't want to do it. What is it? 16 hours? 17? Whatever. Yeah. Like I, I don't, I don't want to. You don't want to suffer. No, my God. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I do an eight hour <laughs> And, you know, if I was going to do it, I would want to do it so that I wasn't just hating every second of yeah. it, you know? You at the very least feel good. Yeah, well, at least. For- for at least fifty percent of it, <laughs> maybe hurt the last five k. Okay, right? <laughs> Is that too much right. to ask? But uh, the time investment for training for an Ironman—that's that's that's way more than I'm willing to commit. Do you think you'll ever commit to it? No, I'm never going to say never because I never said I said I'd never be able to ride my bike around the block. So right. You know. Well, that's just the thing, right? Whether you're a runner or what. If you're a runner, you start at five k's. You can't imagine yeah. doing a ten k, and then yeah. you can't imagine doing a half. And it's this. It's the same thing. Like I know at some point, if if I can stay, you know, uh, uninjured, then at some point, so actually, my goal is sixty years old. I want to do one when I'm sixty. Yeah. So like, I I do. I think at some point I'll probably. And gosh, you know, it's hard to live. You know, a few miles away from Ironman Canada, and not oh, I know. go do it, right? I mean, it's just down the road. I watch it every year live, and and every time I'm there, I'm like, I want to do this, right? Mm-hmm. But um, and I can train the course. You know, that's that's huge too. That is huge. Being able to go down and ride the course. It's a bitch of a course, though. You know, yeah. The 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 ride course. I know, I know. Well, well like uh, Jake Spikefitter, Doug, he's been out there a bunch of times, and I've known a few other people that have been out there, and it sounds like a super race. Yeah, it's it's an excellent race. I mean, it really is. The, the city support is just amazing, and um, the whole place, the whole city just shuts down for it for a week, you know. I mean, there's just tons and tons of people. And you can go out there any time during, from as soon as the snow's off the road, you can go out there and you'll see people riding that course all spring. People come up from Vancouver, from wherever, to ride to ride the course to practice. And you're in a them. you're in a fitness mecca there. Seriously, I'm so jealous. You know, have you ever? She's, have you ever, she's got. We're all gonna have to three. go to BC. We're gonna have to do a road trip to BC. I know. Road trip. Oh gosh, yeah, we're we're gonna do it. Yeah, you know, it's and, funny you say fitness mecca. I don't know if it's a fitness mecca. I mean, there, you know, Ironman Canada is there, but um, I think the. The, like there's more senior citizens in Kelowna than there are young people. It's like the oldest city in Canada or something. We just got. <laughs> <laughs> well, how many people? How, how big is bill. population? Oh, how big is Kelowna? Um, yeah. About a hundred and a little over a hundred thousand, maybe hundred fifty. Gee, I can't remember. Hundred thousand, like in the greater area. It's a little bigger than I thought it was. That's pretty big. <laughs> hey, you know what Eric and I did last night? We we got on Google Earth Street View and drove through Hope, Maine. Oh, did you? <laughs> it took us like thirty seconds. Went, yeah, like, there's nice. an intersection. <laughs> there's a st- there's one that they put up a street last stop sign the other yeah. day. The stop sign. It was <laughs> like, oh my gosh! No wonder he's got dial up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that I go and I look at all your mountains, and I look at all your running yeah. trails, and I look at all your swimming pools, and I'm like, holy cow! Yeah, I'm not complaining. We're it's. I love the Okanagan, and I love Kelowna. I grew up in Vancouver. And I have no ever interest in living back in Vancouver again. And it's it's a four-hour drive, so, you know, you need to go to sit the city or whatever you can. But we've got everything we need here. And uh, the weather, for me, is absolutely perfect because we have snow in the winter, and we have uh, – I love snow, and we've got hot, hot summer. You know, it's 90 degrees all summer, and 
pretty reliably almost no rain for six weeks and you know what's the what's the altitude at your house um five hundred meters i think oh yeah so that's yeah. fifteen hundred feet uh, the lake is about twelve hundred feet and i'm about three hundred four hundred feet above the lake so twelve thirty and the lake is cold um yeah, I mean, it's a very big, deep lake, right? It's a huge lake. Uh, it's cold pretty pretty late into the year. In July, like, I never go in it without my wetsuit, but people come here, flock here for the summer. It's a, it's a tourist place, and the beaches are just full, and people swim there all summer, and people jump off their boats and swim. It's just not a super, super warm lake, that's all. But midsummer, it's, it's nice. And we've had... At least two apple triathlons uh, here where they've made them uh, no wetsuits because the water was too warm. Mm. Was I'm like trying to remember when you jumped off the boat, were you wearing a wetsuit? You oh, were, you betcha. You? Oh, yeah. yeah. I swam across the lake. That was swimming yeah. across yeah. the lake. That, that was, was awesome. A, that was, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that was just such a moment when I got there as I was walking down that and thinking, oh, my God, they think I'm going to jump off this boat. Oh, my God, I have to jump off this boat. I think about that when you watch the the Escape from Alcatraz. Alcatraz. Oh, that's all like, exactly what it was. Except I'm like, you know, I don't, not on a, that scale. But that would be weird, uh, intimidating. I don't know what it would be. Yeah. It, it, that was average, pretty badass, Barb. For the average yeah. person, it was nothing. This is not. We're not talking a big jump here. Okay, it's just that this was part of the fear, right? It's the it, the whole thing. I did that so I could swim across the lake to get over the fear of it. Right. And so it was an unexpected. I didn't know that I was, you know, I thought, oh, I'm taking the little boat. It's going to take us across and dock <laughs> on shore. And then I've got my figuring out how I'm going to get in the water so I don't stress myself out. And Eric will be there and he'll have the canoe. It'll all be good. And then, oh, my God, now I'm like 200 feet from shore. I got to jump off the boat and swim and go find Eric somewhere. <laughs> you know, there's all these people up there that are just like, you're swimming across the lake. Why can't you jump off the boat, right? Yeah, right. What's the, the that's the scariest part. Yeah. <laughs> and they're going, just go. <laughs> so Ironman Canada, race, like yeah. uh the only race report I can ever remember hearing from a podcaster is Aaron. Yeah. Is is there any other ones? I mean it'd be interesting to hear I, I guess I gotta read some blogs or something. Oh well there's tons of blogs out there. I mean yeah. lots, and lots of people have done it. Um I don't have time uh, for blogs. Podcasters? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, and, and Brandon's doing it. Yep, that'll Iron, be interesting. Brandon's doing it, so that's going to be cool. And I think Coach PRS is doing it. He was registered. I don't know if he's still doing it, but that's his plan to do it too. So I've never even I've never even been to one, so it must be just amazing Aaron? just to go. Yeah. It's it's I just get high off it. It's just like you just you're so giddy. Everyone's so exciting and excited, and it's so. There's just tons of people, and you're just cheering everybody that's going by, and that's it's cool. actually it's actually cooler as as the night goes on and it gets dark and people are trudging in, you know, yeah. and and it's you know a lot to it's really easy to get very choked up watching those people come in, you know, yeah. Well, just you know to to picture the level of commitment that every single person has made, mm. yeah, to even have enough guts to stand there with your wetsuit on. Oh, yeah. With this day in front of you, it's yeah. like, it's really awe-inspiring, you know? Yeah. I have a lot of trouble with the nutrition in my race distances I do now. I, I, I think that would be a big step for me going to Ironman, figuring that out. 
Yeah. And nutrition is such an important part of the long races that you, that's another thing that's a difference between sprint and, uh, and uh, half iron, you know? Because mm. you really have to, and that's something you, that you'll have to think about, Jake, you know, is just the whole difference in going the long that's a lot of That's a lot of figs, Jake. I know. <laughs> that's a lot of dates. I know. You know, I've honestly been thinking about it recently now with this marathon uh, that I'm getting ready for because, you know, like I said, this is the first time I'm actually going out there and getting really, you know, getting after it. And my nutritional needs, my nutritional needs are going to be different than they were, you know, for my previous marathons. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, I'm doing a 16 mile run Tuesday next week, weather permitting. <laughs> and uh, I think I'm going to start tweaking it um, and kind of figuring out what I'm going to need to do. Um, but yeah, I, I think that one thing I really need to figure out and that I just have no idea about is, um, nutrition on the bike, you know, for that long Mm -hmm. with a half marathon in front of me. Um, I'm definitely going to be, you know, spending the summer trying to figure that out. Well, I don't know. I swear by my carbo pro. Yeah. You know, it's just pure carbohydrate and then I use noon or whatever you want for electrolytes and it's just, it's all, Hey, noon is vegan. Did you know that? Is it? Yeah. I'm going I'm to be the only guy out on the bike course with a Sherpa pack full of dates. <laughs> and coconut water juice. Yeah. 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 Nice. Uh, well, there's plenty well, of vegans out there that do the races, so. Yeah, I mean. Can I get a little, can I get a little rack to put a Vitamix on to maybe generate some power, put a little power generator on the wheels? You can have the family at the rest stop with the Vitamix and make them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jason, how long have you been doing triathlons? 2006, I think, was my first six, one. Seven, eight, nine, ten, so five or six years. So why have you not done a longer distance till now? What made you decide this is the year? That's interesting. I, I well, I was never an athlete, right? So I, I was very um, uh, intrigued or or uh, by going fast. That was that was the thing. I really seemed to like see. I wanted to see how fast I could go, and not necessarily fast, long, but just like five k's, mm-hmm. sprint distances, stuff like that. So I did that for like two years. Of course, it's easy the first three four years, right? You know, you do a, a sprint distance and it takes you, I don't know, an hour and I think 38 minutes was my first one. So you can shave like 10 or 15 minutes off it next year. Yeah. Uh, so, but that was, and, and this is the first, just the first year I've decided to do anything long at all. I mean, Olympic was the longest I've done. I did a, I did my half um, marathon with Jake last year as the first, mm-hmm. you know, that was the longest I had run to that date. Oh, okay. So it was like. Uh, just just purely speed. I was enjoying it, but I can see the the temptation to go longer because you don't have to do all that speed training, or you don't have to do as much. Yeah, you know. So I can it's definitely just different. See, yeah, yeah. I can definitely see why. I don't know. I don't know what's harder, right? You know, is is running a, a twelve mile tempo run harder than running you know, ten four hundreds on the track? I, I don't know. I, I guess it's all the same, sort of. They're different kinds of hard, aren't they? 
Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's it's just totally different, I think. Yeah. Um And then I think more? also mentally it's it's a lot different. Yeah. Um you know, to know that you have a 15-mile tempo run with 12 miles at a given pace that you need to, you know, throw down. Um that that can be a little, you know, mentally challenging. Right, and um, I'm looking at I'm looking at you know I'm I'm doing what Gordon says you shouldn't do, and I'm looking ahead, and seeing those <laughs> those eighteen twenty mile runs, and I'm like ah, oh, I don't know about yeah. those. Yeah, you know when he said that the other day, I thought I'm total opposite. I have my whole schedule planned out right till June, and this is the first time I've like totally planned myself. And I love seeing everything laid out in front of me. And I know I'm going to tweak things as I go, and every week I make adjustments. But I love seeing it and knowing i got that big long run that's coming up. I'm excited. Mm. You know, and I like seeing it all laid out. I don't, I don't freak out about it. I, I certainly like looking at it because I, I just pour over the stuff. You know, every night I've got mm. – my, my wife <laughs> does not like it. You know, I got – like you said, Joe Friel books like – in a big circle all around my bed, you know, and with notepads and pens and 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 race calculators and everything else, and it's like go to sleep. You know? Oh my god, I used Google Calendar to make my schedule, and it is I just, awesome. I just I'm gonna have to check that out. Everything's multicolored. Like I made a different calendar for they all lay on top of each other. It looks like one calendar, but I made a bike, a run, a swim. Right, each a different color, and then I made a other workouts kind, and then I made one for fitness stuff, and then, you know, and so I can just and I set them all up, and you can have repeating things, and they all show in different colors, all in the schedule, and it's just awesome. And you can just drag and drop things, and it syncs to I'm my iPhone. That. I'm doing that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's it rocks, and uh, so I just sat there with the schedule that I was looking at in Joe's new book. And uh, then I tweaked it to match me and and uh, put it all on there. And, yeah, it's really cool. I like it. You know what I have? I have a pencil. Pencil and paper. Mm-hmm. You and Eric would get along well. Cutting edge. <laughs> it's on the cutting edge. I, I, something, I don't know, something <laughs> about it, though. Something the, Just something about writing it down in that way. Yeah. It really you know, attracts me. I have pencil and paper too, but it's like all over the place, and I have to get it into digital form, or I can't find it later. All these well, I can't find it. I can't find anything. Over. I don't know where anything is. But <laughs> it's all there somewhere. I know I'm supposed to work out today somehow. No, actually, this year what I've been doing is every Saturday I've been sitting down writing that week's plan out. I think I just said this in my last recording, but um, and and posting it on the refrigerator. Um, for two reasons. One, so I see it every morning. And two, so my wife, like just the other day, worked out great. She said, I see you have a swim on Tuesday. Well, I need you to be here to take care of the baby in the morning. So could you do a workout here? And yeah. so, yeah, I switched yeah. to a bike and everything was great. So I think having that up there has actually helped both of us as far as scheduling stuff. Oh, for sure. And and that's another reason why uh, – I'm intrigued with both of you guys because, I, I mean, I'm lucky. I have a teenager at home who's pretty independent, and my weekends are free, no kids on the weekends, so I don't have to really, you know, and I have a very supportive husband, obviously, so I don't have to worry about fitting my stuff into other people's lives very much, not like you do with with uh, little little kids who need you a lot. She's so. awful cute, though. 
Oh, yeah. Your babies are, your babies are <laughs> but no, so cute. But it's like, it's, it's for me, you know, you talk about evening runs. And I used to always work out in the evening. And I real, I couldn't imagine working out in the morning. I loved working out after work. Mm-hmm. And now I'm, it's just the opposite. I can't even imagine working out after work now because yeah. I'm just so used to getting up at, oh, dark hundred, as everybody says, and, and yep. get done. And then I'm very lucky, too, where I can, uh, where uh, at work, I can take an hour lunch and go for a run, too. So that yeah. helps a lot. Well, once the once the weather is better and it's not so dark in the mornings, I'm I'm going to start doing my runs in the morning. At least my, my you know, weekday runs. I can't run too long, but... Have you ever done a dark morning run for the light? Yeah. I mean, I have. It's been dark when I went out and then light when I came in. So I don't mind it. It's just I don't want to get up. I don't like getting out of bed in the morning. <laughs> I don't like going out in the cold. Yeah, I just get up. And the thing is, I need. I'm kind of like Jake. I I do my best after I've been up for a while, getting yeah. up, relax. I don't want to get. I can't get up, and then just walk out the door. I'm stiff. I'm I'm not awake. I, I'm. It takes me forever to warm up physically like to get my body warmed up and it's not i never feel like i have a good run but if i'm up for half an hour well say 45 minutes to an hour and then went for a run that i felt i'd feel great so you know if i gotta be home at seven geez i'd have to get up at four or something you know and then be up for an hour and then go for a run Uh, i don't know that's a pain i find that on the weekends i i've been doing my runs in like the later afternoon Mm -hmm. um and that seems to be working out pretty good. It, it, I think one thing it helps me do it is it really helps me keep my nutrition in check throughout the day. Um, mm. Because I know that you know if I've got a big hill run that I've got to go do in the afternoon, you know I, I really can't mess around with you know what I'm eating or drinking or whatever. So, yeah. um, but you know I, I'm the same way. I it, I don't think there's any way I could get up and just hit it. Yeah, I find that hard. You know. But you're not gonna you're wake up. Not gonna wake up and run seven twenty twos for twenty miles. No. <laughs> well, and I think no, the the key is to stay <laughs> off stay off the computer when you get up in the morning, right, Jason? Yeah, it does. It, well, you know, I think I sort of sabotage myself a little bit because I think I'm the same way. I can't just jump right out the door. I have to have my coffee, and I yeah. sort of wake up a few minutes, and and then I'm usually pretty good. I mean, because I, I'm I'm up at. Four thirty, quarter five, but I'm not starting to work out. If at if at home, it's probably doesn't start till ten past five or so. And if I go to the Y, it doesn't start till five thirty, quarter of six. So there is quite a gap there. I'm not just you know putting my running clothes on when I go to bed and hopping out of bed and going. Yeah. Well, even on my runs on the weekends, my long runs and stuff, I I almost never run. With food in my stomach, I can't get up and eat and then run. Yes, yeah, I don't eat anything in the morning. I, I'll have a banana maybe at the most, or or a little bit of plain yogurt. That's all I'll eat if mm. I eat anything, and then I go do my run, and then I come home and I eat. eat. <laughs> like you've never eaten before. No, I don't. I, I I'm being good <laughs> right now. Plus, losing my wisdom teeth, I lost a couple of pounds because I hadn't hardly eaten for three days. So I'm on a roll now. But I said I I I I'll mention this I mentioned this in my next show but I have to thank uh thank Jake and Megan and Gordon I have to agree with them now I've been doing the shakes for 2 weeks after the workouts and that's made a big difference. Uh, recovery type shakes? 
Yeah, exactly. You know, I got the original recipe from the meatless athlete website. Um, and then tweaked it a little bit from those guys. And I, I always knew it would, it would make a difference, but I, I really am surprised how much of a difference it's made as far as recovery. What were you doing post post workout before? You know what my problem was is um, it, I I would when I work out in the morning I didn't eat much before my workout if anything work out for an hour and a half and then I come to work and I got to go boom right into work so you know maybe I'd get a banana or an apple or something okay. like that yeah. but you know it was just not it was not enough. Yeah, I always drink chocolate milk right after mm-hmm. a workout and or I'll have milk with uh, maple syrup in it if I don't have any chocolate milk. Just a little bit of sugar and milk. Yeah. It's all about recovery. Yeah, and I do find that does make a difference. I also find taking BCAA, branched branched Mm -hmm. chain amino acids, I Mm -hmm. pop four of those Mm -hmm. right after a hard workout. And I I do think that helps with recovery. It helps my muscles. That's why I've been looking at the uh, Goo Roctane, because that's got some built into it. Yeah, I need to go buy some more. Well, guys... Is it time? We've been chatting for an hour. I think that's probably anything else you wanted to mention that we didn't get a chance to say. I want to. I want to wish good luck to Eric. Yeah. Oh, definitely. He's he's down. I'm a solo girl right now. A single mom. He worked. He worked super hard. He did. You know, it's the first time he's he's followed a training plan and really, really worked. And he is so amazingly fit right now. Oh. That is my heater. <laughs> That's my large industrial heater going Jay, off. Are you sucked are you up by a giant vacuum cleaner. Like no, that. I'm inside. Oh, okay. <laughs> inside. Anyways, yeah, Eric's, Eric is totally ready. He's super fit right now. He's got like hardly any excess body fat on him. And nice. he's fitter than he's ever been, he thinks, right now. Just That's because, and he's, his running has been pretty fast. So for him, you know, he's he knows he's still really not seriously competitive with the guys in his age group, but uh, he's kind of hoping to be in the top five. That's his hope for his age group. And I know everybody loves when the when the spouses come on, whether it's Dirt Dog or whatever. Yeah, uh, isn't it funny? But- eh? I have I have enjoyed having Eric on the show, so yeah. that's been really. Well, I d- I've always trying to get him to come on. Yeah, the Kelowna guy segment is fantastic. Yeah, he yeah. has to be. And I said, come on, everyone loves you when you're on here. Come on my show. <laughs> yeah. hey, I have to hear you guys' wives one of these days. Actually, you know, my wife just asked me last night. Um, she's really struggling with, like, um, uh, fitting in workouts and dealing with me being a triathlete and everything like that and just thinking about starting her own blog and uh, asked me to interview her for the show. So I'm going to do Great that. Great idea. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And I think, too, it's also just having two people talking. It's way more interesting than hearing one person yammer on and on. So that's one of the things I, uh, I like about Run, Try, Chat. I am going to get Natalie uh, to record with me at some point. Um, I think we did once, but it, for some reason it didn't come out right, and I, I had to can it. But I find um, wine helps. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. You guys don't drink. Yeah, no, I don't. I, I, I still have one. I got one bottle left. And then that's it. And I don't drink. The oh, rest. I, was, I was planning on getting a, a taking a picture of all our beer for you. <laughs> I can just imagine. It's all in the, it's all in the garage. It's in the garage. <laughs> um, what the we have thing. is 
We have uh, stacks of empties is what we have, actually. <laughs> How did he get so fit? He's on a pure beer diet. <laughs> yeah. Um, carbs. I told yeah. him, don't drink the day before your race, okay? <laughs> He's in Arizona. It's strange non-Canadian beer down there. So there's, That's right. <laughs> that oh, there must, down stuff. must be a Molson down there somewhere. He'll be all right. Ugh. They um and and I have to thank you too, Barb, for setting all this up and doing this. This is uh, it's been this would be great, and I think it just continue to be great with all the different people coming on it. So yeah, and we'll have to get back together again. And you know what I thought at the very last minute? It was I'm so mad at myself. I didn't think of it till last minute. Is we should have called Chad. Yeah, Chad's on Skype. I've skyped with Chad before. I mean, yeah, he's his I, baby I, I, on I, Skype too. So I mean, the next time we get on, we're gonna have to get him in, involved in this too. And we'll do a little update in a in a in a month or something, and see how you guys are doing. I love my yeah, podcast. that would be great. Yeah, that would be. All right, so how about a quick uh, plug for your um, show and blog? You guys, give me your links and stuff so people can find you and follow you if they're not already listening. Jake, why don't you start? Okay, um, you can find me at runlikehealth.com. Um, you can search me out on iTunes. You can find my podcast over there. Um, and that's about it. Oh, what about Twitter and every other thing? I'm quick. <laughs> I'm main try guy on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are always rubbing that in my face. At least you got to put it up there. <laughs> Dude, you just got to get on Twitter. Twitter. I don't have, t- I don't have time for Twitter. Yeah, Ooh. Twitter is this time suck. Oh, it's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> I just rolled 75,000 tweets. I was just going to say, uh, you would just- the thousands of tweets. <laughs> 75,000? That's insane. Listen, though, it's three years. Okay. And break it down. Break it, it down has, for us. I did. I did. It broke it down the other day because it, it averages 68 tweets a day. But Holy you, <laughs> that's nothing. Oh, my God. I, some of those tweets are like a smiley face. Oh. Huh. <laughs> LOL, right? That's count. And if you look at my if my stream, if you didn't see anything I replied to people, I like tweet maybe five, six, eight times a day. Ninety nine percent of them are talking to people, answering people. People say something to me and I answer. Right. Okay? And or it gets to be a conversation. Bang. You and I talked and then there's like six there's six tweets. Right. right? And it took me all of 35 seconds to have that conversation, right? So it it's way less than it sounds, but way more than I should. <laughs> How about yeah. that? Right. Okay, so Jason, you've got mainly triathlon. That's all I got. And you're on, I Facebook, I, and you're I'm on, on Facebook. Facebook. And I'm on Daily Mile, and I always say in my show, I love Daily Mile. Get yes, on Daily, Daily Mile on Facebook and uh, enjoy it. Yeah, what is a, a, a friend everybody, and it's a great place to be. It is. I love Daily Mile, too. And these two guys both have awesome triathlon-related podcasts. I really, really enjoy them. They're both um, interesting and good to listen to. And, and I have to tell you, you're like two of the top ones that I listen to. So I was really, really happy to have you here chatting with you. Well, thanks, you Barb. Yeah, and, right back. Uh, yeah. And then we'll get together again uh, maybe in a month or so. Sure. Sure. So Sounds good. Happens, eh? It'll be cool. All right, and Absolutely. I will definitely put all that information in the show notes, too. Cool. All right. So I'm going to say goodbye, and then I'm going to shut off the recorder, and then I'm going to keep talking to you. Okay? Awesome. <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll have to delete that. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. We've got to hear Jason say, um, see ya. 
to you. Oh, you know what I right. want to do? You know what I want to do? I want. I thought for a while you were going to have guest host introduce your show because you. you ha- well, you had your son do it, and you had... Oh, that one it, day in Angie and Yeah, Casey there was like four did. different people. So I said, maybe, I think that would be great. She should have all her favorite podcasters introduce her show. Okay, well, you guys can send me a... Uh, I'll do like the the Chris Russell thing, hey? But you can just yeah. make your own introduction. I'll do it right now. Okay, <laughs> shoot, shoot me a, a three, <laughs> and I'll put it at the beginning of my show. What number are you at? Show number? Yeah. I just did 88. 88. 88. And that, wow. There's a beer on the wall. And Jake's getting up there. Um, <laughs> Jake's dumping stuff. I'm a big mess. I'm trying to make my tea for my ride home. <laughs> <laughs> tea. <laughs> Americans. Anyway. All right. Wait, what do you mean so, tea? We're not. Uh, what do you mean tea, Americans? We're a bunch of coffee drinkers. I know. See, the lot when I talked uh, with Stuart and and Matt and Mike, I was like, okay, we'll get together, we'll have a beer, and so I crack open a beer. Another none of them were drinking beer. I was drinking beer all by myself. And you I need to really... be. You need to be on the three non joggers show or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. And uh, truth be told, I don't actually drink beer. Hardly ever. Three a three no. beer a year. All right, I'm gonna well, say goodbye. Barb, I want to say thank you too, like in person for getting me into triathlon. <laughs> I got I know into I, triathlon. I've told you absolutely. I know I've told you that. Like messaged you that, and it, it's true. I mean, I got into triathlon from listening to your podcast. Oh my gosh! Well, that's so, pretty nice. Well, you have major responsibility. <laughs> so don't and get my your wife mad at me. Then. Wife, thanks. To- <laughs> <laughs> That's it's uh, funny, but uh, that uh, your show certainly has uh, made a lot of people change the way they do stuff. So that's pretty. That's pretty so. cool. Yeah, you know, and but everybody's has. Hey, everybody's like, I, I listen to to Jake or or Megan, and it makes me start thinking about what I'm eating. You know, and I I listen. I, everybody that I listen to has had some play in who I am and who I've become and how I live my life and I don't even I've never even seen you people and yet <laughs> you know it's a crazy crazy mixed up world out there in the internets you know I, cool. I, I think podcasts are amazing yeah. I, I often wonder if other well I want to come to BC Bay yeah totally come up and watch Iron Man Canada yeah. I would love that I want to do it yeah, cool. Come up and watch it, and then you can do it. <laughs> this will be the week before you can come up here. The week before your half iron, September eleventh. What did you say? Yours is September eleventh, right? Yeah, mine's September eleventh. Yeah. Oh, two weeks before Iron Man Canada. Oh, two weeks before that. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right. Okay. I should probably go and see my son. See if he got his homework done. All right. All right. So I'm gonna say goodbye. Okay, Barb. Great All fun. Right, take he's care, he's you guys. not still sitting at school. <laughs> All right. No, I'd be in big trouble. Uh, Go home, Jake. <laughs> yeah. And thanks yeah, for I'm driving all the way out to wherever you had to drive, Jason, to get out here to make the call. It's well worth it. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. cool, dude. All right. Okay, take care, you guys. You too. Yep. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of Run Try Chat. Information and links to the hosts of today's shows can be found on the website at runtrychat.blogspot.com.
You can contact me at runtrychat at gmail.com. And if you want to connect, you can also click like on the Run Try Chat Facebook page or follow me on Twitter as Run Try Chat or even as Kelowna Girl. Music for this show is by the Canadian band Great Big C, and it can be found on Mevio's Podsafe Music Alley as well as on iTunes. So why don't you go buy one of their albums? The opening song is Own True Way, and the closing tune is Company of Fools. Happy training! Joker.